Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Hope you had a great Canada Day long weekend. Hope you're having a tremendous Independence Day. We're coming to you live from Ace Casino Airport in Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport in beautiful Calgary, Alberta, Canada, where it's a little cold. It's episode number 1031 of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming at you live on Game Plus Television. We're also Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio podcast and YouTube Live. We've got Darren Moose Dupont joining us from the NHL's, the, what is it? The heartbeat of the NHL, the center of the universe. What are we going <laughs> to refer to Toronto as, Moose, uh, for the the center of the universe? Sounds good to me. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what they call it. It's no, I guess, not the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> of the NHL. So we're right in the heart of the, whatever you want to call it, the madness. So we'll call it center of the universe. Hey, sure. listen, before. Before we, we, we haven't been on the air since Friday. We got so much to get to, but uh, Darren and I, I think, talked on the phone every day this weekend. And you said you caught yourself and you said you had a welcome to Toronto moment. Do you remember what it was? Do you right off the top remember what it was? No. What was it? It was we were talking about some NHL free agent and you were like, why wouldn't you want to play for the Leafs? Oh, <laughs> remember that? that's right. I can't remember I caught myself thinking that. It was uh, it was Matt was it Matt Duchesne or somebody we were talking about, and uh, yeah, I caught myself. Yeah, why wouldn't he want to come to Toronto? I uh, I got bit in to my <laughs> welcome you to go. Toronto moment. You're officially that. You're and by the way, I know our radio listeners can't tell or our podcast listeners, but you're clean shaven right now. What's the deal with that? I notice. Um, I notice these things. I know you do. I know you do. And you know it's funny. It took Leanne like four hours to notice that I was clean shaven yesterday. I just decided well, to. I thought, you know what? It's time for uh, a little fresh look, going out in public, got to be clean, and uh, first impressions matter, so uh, we're going to be clean shaven for a while. Well, and I was listening to the show uh, Monday on WQEE Radio. We were off, but Ryan O'Radio down there was uh, running Friday's podcast, and I was like, dang, nabbit. The show sounds great on WQEE. QEE, and uh, we're all teasing the big announcement. We haven't even got to this on the radio yet for our millions of observers, fans, and adoring public. Uh, Moose and I are heading to Charlotte, North Carolina for the USA Football IFAF Championships and the NFL Flag One Flag Championship. 137 teams are there, and uh, our folks, Home Team Live, Tanner and Logan, who brought us in to do this, plus Serena, they're already there. Serena's not there yet. She'll get there on Thursday. But I'm thinking that's why you shaved, because you want to fit in with, with the youth there in Charlotte, North Carolina, and not be the uh, <laughs> English professor's stuffy 
leather patches on your blazer guy, you know, with the beard and the pipe, uh, the normal thing. So that's where we're going. You got it. Moose is going today. I, got, I nailed you. I got it. Uh, Wednesday, I'm going. I'm excited. And uh, Thursday, we'll be broadcasting the show live from UNC Charlotte and the USA Football National Championship. So anyways, we got our crew back. We got the newly married director, Jordan. How about that? We got Rick Reagan. Yeah, the big voice guy. Rick Reagan's back. We got producer that? Clark back. Everybody, right. Everybody's back. Can you hit... Can you hit the quick show horn before you say, Jordan? So we're going to start here. And we got a lot to get to. The Toronto Maple Leafs signed forward Max Domi to a $3 million one-year contract uh, Monday. Domi recalls growing up around the Leafs' home arena while his father, Ty, played with the club for more than a decade. Domi is the latest of several signings by Toronto, which also added winger Tyler Bertuzzi, defenseman John Klingberg, and enforcer Ryan Reeves during the weekend. So before we get everybody's take on that, let's open a brand new week with a brand new poll question for our friends at uh, Key Auto Group and Key Yorkton Kia. The Kia Seltos features a bold design, advanced technology, and adaptability, all in a subcompact SUV. Call Key Yorkton Kia at 306-783-2772 or go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 23 Seltos movement that inspires the question is this, who's winning NHL free agency? And uh, our options, for lack of any better ones, are the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Nashville Predators, or other. We're also running this poll on our Instagram, and the Leafs are winning it there. I'm not, we just put it up on YouTube and Twitter, so uh, we don't have much of a sample size yet. But I, whether the Leafs are winning or not, let's bring in the resident Leafs uh, fan that's on camera, Darren Moose DuPont. And uh, how are you answering that question? And how do you feel about what the Leafs have done since Saturday? I'm answering the question by saying I think the Hurricanes are winning free agency. I think they did a lot of things. Um, to continue to get better. They're trying to take another step, and the next step for them is really a Stanley Cup or to get to the Cup Finals. They signed um, mm -hmm. what many people thought was the top free agent available, and Dmitry Orlov, a defenseman, is right in the midst of you know, his prime. And the most underrated thing for me is the Freddie Anderson signing, getting him back. You know, we all talked about how Bob played in that playoff series, but he was still really good. And they've got two goaltenders. The two of them are under contract for less than $5 million combined. So I thought, you know, they've done a really good job, I think Don Waddell there and uh, Rod Brindamore, to continue to be a great team. And for Toronto, I went through, I was telling Clark in the pre-show, I went through the whole circle of emotions around the Leafs. I thought I was really disappointed when they let Ryan O'Reilly get away. I really didn't like Luke Shen getting away. I'm a Luke Shen fan. I like what he brings as a character and, and leadership. But then I saw how the rest of the weekend unfolded mm -hmm. and Bertuzzi and Domi uh, coming in, uh, Klingberg. I thought, you know what, this is a group that you know, maybe didn't get better, but as we heard Craig Button and TSN last night say, that Brad Tree Living needed to change the DNA of this group. And so clearly he's taken some steps to really change the DNA. Uh, yeah. And my first thought was this is Ty Domi's, sorry, Max Domi's seventh team 
in 11 yeah. seasons. How about that? That ain't good. I'm like, what's he going after Sillinger's record? 13 team. Now, Silly regarded as a fantastic teammate, a wonderful NHLer for sure. I'm not, not to say Max Domi isn't, but why are teams not hanging on to Max Domi? I, there's rumored character issues with him. I just heard some about Ryan Reeves on the weekend, but those are just rumors. God knows there's character rumors about me, and I'm a great guy. So, you know, Brad Tree Living clearly isn't concerned, but he didn't address any DNA issues here in Calgary, so whatever. Hopefully he learned, uh, you know, because so those are the teams that are winning. I'm not going to get into We can come back around on who might potentially be losing NHL free agency, but in, in what I've read on the weekend, you don't got to be Bob McKenzie to know the Flames have had a rough start to free agency, as have the Winnipeg Jets and the Vancouver Canucks, really. So coming up, Andrew Patterson later on in hour one from Winnipeg Sports Talk. Alan May, he's going to pinch hit for Tim Hunter. Tim Hunter sends his regards. He's sick. Can you? I guess he's getting it out of the way before the Calgary Stampede. Tim Hunter uh, will join us next month. But Alan May is going to join us from, I think it's Weimer Lake in Minnesota. We'll figure it out when he gets on in hour two. And then Kevin the Medium is going to be with us here in hour two. It is our last day from Ace Casino Airport for a while. As, uh, as I mentioned, I'm heading to North Carolina tomorrow. Moose is going tonight. Just from the uh, audience, Jeff the Stams fan says, Breaking news! The 2023 4th of July Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest is in a rain delay. Joey Chestnut will have to wait. Did I see right? There's a 30 for 30 on Joey Chestnut or some, there's some documentary out there. Is it an yeah. E60? Have you seen that? Seen the I haven't watched it, but I, I know it's out there. Okay, I want to see it. I want to see how this guy is still alive after pounding yes. 37 hot dogs at once. That Speaking of right. documentaries, sorry, well, we're on the topic because yeah. I know you won't bring it up. Or Did you see the Jerry Jones documentary that was in a bidding war between ESPN and Netflix? Apparently, there's a 10-part no. Jerry Jones documentary coming out soon. I knew you'd be interested, and uh, that'll be worth watching. I'll tune in, of course. Trenton Norway says, Norway here. Winning NHL free agency doesn't mean anything until the regular season starts. And although Toronto is the center of the sports and media universe, they are not a city of champions. Oh, shots fired. How about that? From Trenton in Norway. Uh, Bo Halverson checks in and says, hello, everyone, and happy 4th of July to all the American friends from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And before I go on any further, why this popped into my head yesterday, Saskatchewan's most famous citizen and export is Shannon Tweed. Mic drop. Mrs. Gene Simmons, Mrs. Kiss, end of story. Forget about all the sports greats that we put out there like Gordie Howe and John Ryan, Ryan Getzlaff. We'll never have closure on that. They're all great. But nobody other, Shannon Tweed, that's it. Hey, folks, at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, we do weddings. A wealth of event and banquet space and all-inclusive packages starting at just $79.95 per person. Inquire at hotelcleek.ca. By the way, I was talking to Jamie, the general manager, yesterday. They have a smidge of room during Calgary Stampede, which gets going later this week. Uh, Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. It's wonderful. It's our home away from home, and they do have room here during Calgary Stampede, but it's limited and going fast.
And by the way, I noticed, uh, while I was sitting there going, who the heck is the Calgary Stampede Parade Marshal for 2023? There was all this ballyhoo and circumstance last year for Kevin Costner, right? They're talking about it for months leading up. Who's this year's? Breaking news. Do you have any idea? You wouldn't know, Moose. You're in Toronto. All you guys out there care about yourself. Do you know? (laughs) See, Kevin doesn't know. Nobody knows. No. It's... Canadian Space Agency astronaut Jeremy Hansen. How about that? Nothing against him, but I get the sense they broke the bank (laughs) on John Dutton last year. So they had to rein it in. Rein it in. Jeremy Hansen, the Canadian astronaut. So he goes from flying a rocket ship to a horse. We'll see how that goes later on this week. Point two, the Toronto Blue Jays get back to work tonight when they open a three-game series against the White Sox in Chicago. Righty Chris Bassett will be on the mound for the Jays as they look to st- stop a three-game losing skid and make up some lost ground in the AL East standings. Right winger Lucas Giolito will start for the White Sox. Darren, over to you. You've got all the fun, exciting stories now. You were at the Blue Jays game on the weekend uh, when they got trounced at home on Canada Day. Give us your report. Uh, it was awesome. It was really cool to be there for Canada Day. They went all out with red and white uh, decorations everywhere. That was cool. There was a citizenship ceremony on the field, which I thought was really special. Nice. Um, and the new Renos. This is my first time in the ballpark since they renoed. Um, the new Renos were awesome. And actually, you know, if you want to go up on the, the fifth deck, way up in you know, the nosebleeds, it is outstanding. They've got three different lounge bar things up there. Um, that are beautiful. You can sit and watch and socialize. They've got interactive games and, and video games and cornhole and all the rest. So that was, that was awesome. And then uh, went to the Argo game last, uh, last night, the Braley Bowl, and uh, got to see everybody there. It was like I never left Saskatchewan. I mean, we saw Ken Shevelday off at the game from Saskatchewan, but then all the usual suspects, uh, Pinball and Murph and everybody else that was there was great, and it was awesome to be there when uh, to see Damon Allen and uh, Daryl Mookie Mitchell get inducted to the Argos uh, all-time hey, list. Hey, so. hey, hey, you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. You're oh. jumping ahead. Back me up. I only asked you about the Blue Jays. I asked you for the time. I didn't ask you how to build the watch. <laughs> From the audience, Jake Hughes from the Hughes Sports Podcast writes in and he says, wait, I'm sorry, the Canucks are losing free agency? Carson Soucy for a reasonable deal at three years plus? Ian Cole and Teddy Bluger for one year? I'm sorry, you're winning it. Triggering Vancouver Canucks fans ain't hard at all. It's like, let's talk about the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, what about us? Chill, dude. Uh, Jason in Red Deer says, is it just me or does Dupes look a lot younger since going to Toronto? He shaved. That's what it is, everybody. I like it. Yeah. Cooper Campbell checks in from Mississippi. Happy 4th of July, Rod and Dupes. He's one of my football guys. Rod, here's the thing. I wish I could swear, but I can't because we're on the radio in Atlanta and they don't like swearing down there. And we're on television all across Canada in the daytime. This ain't RP show after dark. Um, people are saying, uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says, I thought Shannon Tweed was from Vancouver. No, not even close, bro. 
Can you turn around? You're not on the show yet. Just enjoy your coffee. Shannon tweets from Saskatoon. I looked it up last night. You can't have everybody. You got Pam Anderson. Yeah, I got I to gotta rein it all back in. It's getting out of control on me. Troy in Toronto writes in. He says, I actually gave the CFL another try and went to the Argo game last night. Great stadium, great vibe and product. Didn't see Moose, but did run into pinball. What a great ambassador for the Argos. Okay, everybody, it's very clear they want to get to the CFL talk, so let's do that. Point three, the defending Great Cup champion Toronto Argonauts said they listened all week to the BC Lions boast about their dynamic defense and decided to save their rebuttal for the field. Defensive back Robertson Daniel had three of his team's six interceptions as the Argos picked apart the visiting BC Lions 45-24 to remain the CFL's only unbeaten team. Toronto improved to 3-0 while the Lions slipped to 3-1. We'll talk about that and all the rest of week four and tee up week five and NHL free agency and all the rest when we return. I've noticed we've picked a few scabs here and that is always fun. So uh, we'll watch them bleed when we come back to Ace Casino Airport right after this on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast at YouTube Live. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody, Calgary's best attended Sunday afternoon poker tournament is here at Ace Airport Casino with 75-inch TVs at every table. You can get your fill of sports and poker all in one location. Ace Poker changing the poker landscape. On the way, Andrew Hustler Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk, Alan May from Washington Capitals TV, and Kevin the Medium. Uh, Darren Moose DuPont is with us. He was at BMO Field last night, so obviously I was having some fun with Moose earlier. I just didn't want you to jump ahead. The Braley Bowl really started out great. It was an 11-point Toronto lead at halftime. They stretched it to a 21-point lead by the time it was all over, 45-24. I'll get to all the other Canadian Football League games in a moment, but Darren, I really appreciated watching your 
social media, and you were updating our Instagram story from there. What would you think of BMO Field? Like, I feel like that's a very unheralded stadium, one of the best in Canada. Why can't I hear Aaron? Is that... Okay, go ahead now. What's up? Something's going on with Darren's audio, and now they say you're fine. Okay, start over, sir. No, it's unheralded, the stadium. It really is. And, and I think the biggest reason is because the side you see on television is, this, is, the, is the side where they don't sell upper deck seats. And so it makes the stadium look empty. And, in fact, the other side's full. The ends are fairly decent. The one end wasn't, wasn't open. But it's a great game day. Um, it was a lot of fun. They've got a passionate fan base. I know it's not huge, but a passionate fan base. And the game was awesome. And we saw, you know, when you watch that game that, you know, yeah, BC didn't have their best, but Toronto is the best team in the Canadian Football League. We, you and I kind of talked about that and knew that going into the game. And we proved it coming out of the game that uh, they're the better team. I don't totally understand it, uh, why it is with the CFL. It's like uh, the booty call, if you will, or the girl that you don't want to take out in public. You know what I mean? CFL yeah. for a lot of Canadians is that 2 a.m. phone call, you know, but we're not going on a date. I'm not taking you out. Nobody's going to see me with you, but you're okay when the lights are off. Because it's on national television. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at? It's true. I don't, I don't get... CFL yeah. doesn't help itself in its... Uh, you know, what do they say? You're responsible for your own image. Nobody, who's responsible for your image? You. So, whatever. Um, I, I'm, I had those crowd concerns, too. I saw people's Twitter. They're like, why don't they put everybody on the other side of the stadium? It'll look full. Don't know, don't care. I'm just going to watch what's going on on the field. And Vernon Adams really struggled. I saw our friend Doug Brown from Bombers Radio in Winnipeg saying he is who we thought he was. And maybe he is. Like, I really, really, really like Vernon Adams. That's why I have no inkling or interest in coaching because I just get too attached to the players. I can't detach myself. I love Vernon Adams as a guy. So his six interceptions last night were one off a CFL record. Who else was looking up and Googling interception record single game in the CFL? I was. Sonny Wade, Bernie Filoni, and there was a third. I actually thought Lancaster had it. But when, when you're, he's probably a BC Lions record for six picks in a game, I would think. And uh, you were there. Is he the sole reason the Lions lost the game? Because that's what a lot of people are saying. No, he's not. I mean, they offensively played better than Toronto did in that opening quarter, but, you know, a, a special teams touchdown. You talk about the interception. Toronto was working with a short field. So, yeah, it, it did really hurt the team. You can't throw six interceptions and win a football game. I, I would imagine that would be – you go down that list of those guys who had six or seven interceptions. I can't imagine any of them won the game. Uh, maybe one did, but I'd have to go back and, and do a little more digging on that. Look at Vernon Adams still threw for almost 400 yards in the football game. Like when he was, you know, early on, he was playing really well and finding Hatcher as his favorite target. They looked pretty good. They moved the ball up and down the field. He's got touch. I don't think he had a horrible game despite the mistakes. By the end, he was just throwing it up, right? He's throwing it with nothing to lose. So that's going to help pile up those interceptions. But uh, 
Um, it was a tough night for Vernon Adams, um, but I don't think I don't think he's he's a problem. I really don't. I think he's going to be fine. Well, you got to dance with the one who brought you. Uh, he's their guy. You know, they raced out to a three and zero start. I <laughs> I loved this the Canadian press story I wrote early that said the Argos said they listened all week to the BC Lions bragging about their defense and they wanted to go out and. To be honest, I don't feel like they were bragging about it. If you know Rick Campbell and Neil McAvoy, they're the least braggadocious guys in sport, let alone foot. They weren't. It was fact. I saw their PR guy, Matt Baker, good friend of ours, tweeting, it's now 30 defensive series. The Lions have not allowed an offensive touchdown. (laughs) Jinx. It was right around the time they were returning a touchdown. Argos, and then and then it was bang, 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 bang. So all Matt was doing was pointing out fact. I, I didn't personally feel like the BC Lions were bragging about it, and to be honest, they had a lot of down years there. Uh, yeah, I don't see that. I see that with Winnipeg, though. Winnipeg needs to pipe down. You know, they went into Montreal, which I'll get to the other games here, and they, you know, they, they licked the Alouettes. 17 to 3 Saturday night in a rain soaked game, and then they trashed the Alouettes and McGill on their way out of town on Twitter. It's like, Winnipeg, I think it's time that you do better and be better. You know what I mean? You're winning the game, you're trashing Regina's Pizza, you're trashing Montreal's game atmosphere. Uh, you're, you're losing me. You're, lo- you're not winning with class. Darren, what do you think? It's post game trash talking. You know, I'm not a fan of it. And no. all, they could take a lesson from history. And every team that's gone on to have success um, at a high level for a long period of time, I mean, this would be considered a, a long period of time in the CFL, um, you know, they were the lovable losers, right? Saskatchewan went through that through the 90s, right? You feel bad for them. And then when they start to get on the rise, it's... You feel really good. They've deserved this. It's been 29 years. I mean, let's go. I was happy and for them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're happy for them, and then they're on top, and you're happy. It's like they, they deserve to ride this wave for a while. And then it flips, and you get cocky, right? And you get arrogant. And that's when you start to turn fans off, when you go from being the humble guy who's just happy to finally be there to the cocky, arrogant, we, just, we, we're gonna, we expect to be here every week and every year, and we're better than you, and you start telling people like you're better than them, then it starts to rub fans the wrong way. They're kind of flirting with that now. Uh, well, from the account straight out of bed in Winnipeg, and the audience goes, oh, come on. I'm just telling you how I feel, and Darren's saying you didn't like if, you, if we're going to tell you, you, were, tell you you're, we're better than you. I don't have a problem with that. Keep it in between the white lines. And say whatever the hell you want and do whatever the hell you want. You want to go celebrate and jump in a motorboat in the end zone? Uh, You want to jump in a hot tub in the end zone? You want to do fancy touchdown celebrations in the other team's park? I don't have a problem with any of that. But when you're trashing the people and the city, I got a problem with that. And that's what Winnipeg's doing now. And and by the way, I was, as you know, the voice of the riders during the the rise the decade of decadence, and then the fall. So I have intimate knowledge with that. And I'm sure Winnipeg's making no apologies because I remember thinking at the time, if I have to choose between being pitied or hated, I'll take hated 
10 times out of 10. So I'm sure Winnipeg doesn't care because they know the other. But I'm saying just pipe down. Yeah. Uh, hang on, Moose. Jeff the Stamps fan says the Lions didn't need to brag. Kevin the Medium did it all for them. But I'm bump. See? Uh, did the medium see attention. that one coming? <laughs> From Colin in Ottawa, he says the whole stats problem is just so typical for the CFL. How did you guys not test this out before the regular season? Well, I think I'm not going to sit here and feed a fed horse, nor beat a dead horse. We all know the stats are broken and they suck. I'm sitting there trying to add up how many interceptions Vernon Adams had in the game, and I can't find it. I had to go by the announcers saying five, then six. Are we going to see seven? We need Stephen Jacobson, Stephen the auctioneer from North Dakota. Do I hear seven? Do I hear seven? Do I hear seven? John Ohm in Winnipeg says this. Uh, he says, will the CFL ever go back to local blackouts? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Let's keep it to what's going on on the field. Ted in Red Deer says, VA has been counted out many times. Now he loses one game and people count him out again. I think he has people right where he wants them. And Leanne in Regina says, yes, finally, someone calling out the Bombers other than Ryder fans. Thanks, Rod. We've been saying this for years and get crapped on. Uh, Leanne, Ryder fans have their issues too. So, yes, but I get what you're saying, and thanks for the support. Uh, be Andrew Hussler-Patterson coming in next segment. Um, Ottawa beat Edmonton 26-7 on Friday night, the Toilet Bowl. You were right. You picked Ottawa. I was wrong. I picked the Elks. Quick one. Does Chris Jones coach his last game for Edmonton if they lose this Thursday at Regina? No, I don't think so. And I think my reasoning is based on money and the cap. I just think... I think the organization's handcuffed and they're kind of stuck with him, at least for the short term. Dee, 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 dee. Uh, I can answer this one for you. Chris in Ontario, watching on Game Plus TV, says, is Moose checking out the Leafs development camp at Etobicoke this week? I'm not sure where he is in the GTA. I'll handle it. Moose is heading to Charlotte, North Carolina tonight. I'm heading to Charlotte, North Carolina tomorrow. Serena's going on Thursday. We will not be at any NHL development camps. I was hoping to go today, uh, but was informed by the Flames that it doesn't begin until Thursday. And I won't be here. So, hey, a quick one. I'm not going to be on the air tomorrow as I'm traveling. Canada's Game of the Week in Week 5. Just a quick one. Edmonton at Sask Thursday. Friday, Calgary at Winnipeg in a rematch of the 2001 Grey Cup. Saturday, Ottawa at Hamilton, and Sunday, Montreal at BC in a rematch of the 2006 Grey Cup. What's the game of the week for you? Uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Saskatchewan back on the field coming out of the bye week. Yep. For me, that's it. Yeah. I like seeing where they're at. I want to see where they're at. I'm curious. You know, I've kind of got some answers, at least in the short term, on on what Toronto is, on BC, on Winnipeg. I really am curious now to see where Saskatchewan is coming out of the bye. I'm voting for that, too. Two things. One, whenever any game Chris Jones is in, 
is my game of the week. He's just so darn entertaining to watch. And then Sask has Trevor Harris in the game, and I talked to Trevor last week. Uh, he wants to get on the show. Producer Clark, he wants on. But he looks great, and uh, it should be a free space on the bingo card. From Bo the Bomber fan watching straight out of bed, that guy says, I guess we prefer the Tom Brady, oh, shucks, false humility thing. Uh, and he says, Keith Jackson famously said, when you've won a lot of games, you have a right to be cocky. That's fair, too. Absolutely. We have the right to not like it and be turned off by it. Moose, I think you're done for the day. So uh, safe travels. Uh, see you in Charlotte, my dude. We'll see you there. Okay. Point six, Canada must beat Cuba tonight if the uh, national men's soccer team hopes to advance to the CONCACAF Gold Cup quarterfinals. Canada plays winless Cuba at Shell Energy Stadium in Houston, Texas tonight. Canada will be without star goalie Milan Borjan, who has returned to Europe with an undisclosed injury. For those awaiting NHL free agency talk, it's next with Hustler Patterson of Winnipeg Sports Talk. We'll be right back. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Back live at Ace Casino Airport. Hey, folks, just a word from our sponsor. Are you too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too. While still getting the flavor and nutrition quality you need. Call to action? Head to factormeals.com slash peterson50 right now and use promo code peterson50 to get 50% off your first box. That's factormeals.com slash peterson50. Use that promo code 50% off. This is like frozen TV dinners, but actually healthy and fresh. With Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. All right. Let's go to Winnipeg now. Hustler Patterson. Connor Hellebuck still a jet. Huss, what time is it? What's the deal? Is the Hellebuck watch on or what's going on? You know what? You know what watch is on right now, Rod? The lightning what? delay at the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest right now. The goat Joey Chestnut is having to wait 
and he's hungry. This this is not just your regular rain delay. Can you imagine that? Um, but yeah, that's been keeping me he's been up for days. Right <laughs> yeah. Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, Connor Hellebuck still Winnipeg Jet, and so is Mark Shifley. Um, I think overall last week was a real productive week for the Winnipeg Jets. Um, I think what we learned a lot is about what the market is right now. Um, and two very different markets. One is a market for goaltending. And I got to tell you, if I'm Ray Petkow, I wasn't too fired up when I saw Ilya Sorokin ink an eight-year extension at $8.25 million. I believe he's four years younger than Connor Hellebuck. Um he was a finalist as well for the uh, Vesna this year and actually finished ahead of Helly in the voting. That's not the comparable, I think, that his camp wanted if they're looking to get in excess of $9 million. And, you know, from talking to a lot of people in Nashville last week at the draft, the concern, uh, listen, I don't have as much concern that the fact that he's going to be 31 years old when he comes in, the guy's a workhorse, never gets hurt. Listen, I think he's earned the benefit of the doubt, and he's played at a high enough level that teams would be willing to take that chance. But when you add in the contractual commitment that teams are going to need to make to Connor Hellebuck, it is a very tough decision, and there wasn't much of a market that uh, that emerged for him. Yet. <laughs> right? Like, what What are you reading into, and the Jets fans, that Wheeler's been bought out? Do they Has he been designated as the problem, or is there more? Uh, well, I think there's more. I mean, to me, the thing that I think that they have to do, and this is not going to come as a surprise to you. I've said it before on this program. I've said it a million times on Winnipeg Sports Talk. I don't think they really move on from the previous culture until Blake Wheeler and Mark Scheifele are moved on. And Listen, that's a tough decision. I mean, Shifley's got one more year coming off a 42-goal season. Um, and, and there really is a scarcity right now of center talent, as we saw in free agency. Um, you know, I've heard rumblings that the Boston Bruins, considering their situation, might make a run at Mark Shifley, and I think that would be good for the Winnipeg Jets. Um, listen, Mark Shifley's a great player, but I don't. I think the time has come for him to move on. I don't think he's the leader that this team needs. And uh, I think the likes of Josh Morrissey and Adam Lowry need to be those alphas in the room, if you will, going forward. And I've also got concerns about Mark this year. I mean, if he was playing on a one-year deal, Rod, if we thought that he was selfish and not thinking about the team in the past, what's he going to be like in a year where his entire next contract is depending on how he's playing right now, points and whatnot? Um, and I'll tell you what, I think if you pump some true serum into Rick Bonus, I think he would see the, he would say the same thing. Um, for the team, I think it's if you were going to have one of those guys come back next year and play into the season, I think it would be far better for the Winnipeg Jets if that guy was Connor Hellebuck as opposed to Mark Shifley. Although trading a Shifley leaves a massive hole at the center ice position, which uh, I, I don't underestimate as well. But to me, this is about building a team, changing this culture going forward. And uh, I think putting it all on Blake Wheeler is um, not fair, to be honest with you. And uh, he certainly had uh, had some help. Yeah, for sure. But the thing is, I don't, you talk about the hole at the center position. I've been in this game a real long time, Huss. And if you had 20 all-star players, but they were all cancers, you're not winning anything. I'm not saying they necessarily are that, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And just, I'm not done on the Hellebuck thing as a goalie guy here. With the signing, the drafting of Milich and the signing of a few others, including Laurent Brossois, it just tells me that Hellebuck's on his way out of town. So whatever the market is, like, it's going to happen by the end of the week, is it not? 
Oh, I I doubt it. I, I would bet no. I mean, no. Listen, would they like that? Well, I mean, I just don't think that there is an offer that you know makes Kevin Shabbat off really considerate right now. I mean, like they don't want to get rid of Connor Hellebuck. They're, I think, sort of being forced into it by the fact that they reportedly have said that you know he's looking to um, to move on and not signing an extension with the Winnipeg Jets. Although I listened to Elliot Friedman this morning, and he said after the week that the team had. They want to let this breathe a little bit and maybe re-engage both of those. As I said, I think it would be a huge mistake to extend Mark Shifley. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, I'm sort of on the other side. I mean, I'm a huge – he's the best player. Like He's their best player. He's been the backbone of this franchise. To me, if there's an opportunity to keep your best player around long-term, I would do it. I think that they may re-engage on that. Whether there's any interest or anything's changed, I'm not sure. I think there is an argument to be made, though. The best offer, money-wise, for Connor Hellebuck might, in fact, be here with the Winnipeg Jets. And it, it'll be a very interesting situation to, to to see. I mean, John Gibson's on the market as well, Rod. Um, you saw Christian Jerry hang tight and sign that five-year extension in um, uh, in Pittsburgh. Carolina brought, brought, brought both their goalies back. The one spot that we've heard that could be a nice fit that was interested is in New Jersey. But the fact that we went through all of draft week, the, the extensions that they gave the players and signings already, I'm not sure they're in a position to do that. So um, for folks that are Connor Hellebuck fans, I think the likelihood that he could start the season with the Jets is increased. Um, where How it comes to an extension, I mean, it would need to be a significant reversal of fortunes, I guess, for the Jets if all of a sudden they were open to us sticking around. Well, maybe Hellebuck... Maybe it's not all about the money, but I don't know the guy. Every player is different, though, and I think, you know, people really get mesmerized by the money. Look at Gaudreau taking less money and going to a worse team just to get out of Calgary. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always about that. Who do you think is winning free agency, and does it matter this time of um, year? Well, I'll tell you what, and as much as it pains me to say this, I think the Toronto Maple Leafs and Brad Treleving made out, like, I, here's the thing. You know, they get Max Domi on, what, a $3 million deal or so, and Tyler Bertuzzi at five and a half. The thing why I like this so much for them, Rod, is, is that they were one-year deals. I mean, there's no bad one-year deal in the National Hockey League. If things don't work out, you can trade the guy, you can move on. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't hamstring you in the cap moving forward. And I think for both of those players, especially Bertuzzi, who did have some multi-year deals available, but to teams that maybe he didn't want to play for. Um, He gets to go in, play on a very good Toronto team, and next year the cap's going up significantly, and he'll be back in that free agent market. So I think Brad Treleving and the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs did a very good job of taking advantage and flex their muscles a little bit, and they still got to get under the cap. But I thought those two additions were great because they're low risk, and I think both of those teams, considering what was on the market, um, will will help them in a big way. And the other one's the Carolina Hurricanes. And we were often wondering, hey, maybe does Hellebuck end up there? Well, they got both their goalies back, Freddie Anderson and, uh, and Antti Ranta. But they got Dmitry Orlov, who arguably was the best player on the free agent board. He signed a big money deal, $7.75 million a year. But again, it's just two years. So, I mean, the thing that kills your rod on these, in these July 1 deals, you know, was like um, Milan Lucic and Andrew Ladd and James Neal. I mean, they were signing five, six, seven-year deals. And often those deals look bad in year two. 
that wasn't the case this year. The market's changed a little bit because of the the cap only going up a million bucks. Um, but I thought those signings in particular, Toronto and Carolina, were uh, among the best. Okay, but just celebrities in the crowd watching. Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame says eight by eight for a goalie's too much. Hellebuck as example, and I favor goalies always. Arlen Bruce is watching, and he says Kansas City Chiefs all day. Get on you, hustler. Uh, yes. There are more. Nelson uh, says the Leafs and Pens are the front runners. We could talk about this all day. Huss, we'll let you go. Get ready for your show at 1 p.m. Central, right, buddy? Have a great week. You got it right. Yeah, check us out. We'll, have, uh, we'll talk lots more about the Jets uh, signings in particular, where the team is right now. But, uh, yeah, Winnipeg Sports Talk on YouTube. Join us right after Hot Rods finished uh, the RP show. Thanks for having me, buddy. Oh, and hey, congratulations you, on we'll uh, right your... I was just going to say congratulations on that upcoming gig. Looking forward to seeing how you guys do down there. It sounds real fun. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome, buddy. Always up for new experiences. Thanks, Huss. I, pre I appreciate the support. I really do. We'll be right back with a sports update and audience takeover. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on Game Plus. WQEE podcast and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. It's a brief one. Sports update here on Audience Takeover. I appreciate the nice comments like James in Borden, Manitoba writes that he says Rod and Hustler are great together. Oh, man. Oh, we're great friends. It would have been awesome to work on the same station together one day, but everything happens for a reason. I'd love to tell you how things could have unfolded after I left the Rough Riders. Maybe next hour we, if we have time, but sometimes I think people don't care. The Progressive Insurance text line is open, 902-518-3033. Wilf is watching on Game Plus Television in Steinbeck, Manitoba. He says, hi, Rod. Bomber fans have always been hard to take. <laughs> he says, I agree with Doug Brown. 
Vernon Adams is back to normal. From Buffalo Bill, writes in from North Dakota. Thanks for the shout out. I miss Ace Casino and Calgary. I'm cleaning the garage today. Thank you for the update. And there's some very interesting outfits on the staff, eh, Kev? Here uh, this morning. You're very attractive. I'll say it for them. <laughs> they miss you too, Buffalo Bill, they told me. Sports update, Nathan Kao's season high 28 points helped the Montreal Alliance get a 99-85 victory over the Winnipeg Sea Bears in Canadian Elite Basketball League play Monday, handing the team their second consecutive loss for just the first time this season. Meanwhile, the Edmonton Stingers knocked off the Vancouver Bandits 92-78 in the second half of a home-and-home Canada Day long weekend series at the Expo Center in Edmonton. After losing by 10 points to the Bandits in Vancouver on Saturday, the Stingers responded with an efficient shooting performance inside the arc and a team-high 19 points from Aher Aguak. And what's today? Tuesday? Wednesday, Wednesday night, the Saskatchewan Rattlers are home to the Ottawa Blackjacks. So if you're so inclined, go. There's just so much fun stuff to do. Tonight, I'm going to be going to night one of Bull Bustin. I love saying it this way. Cody Snyder's Bull Bustin. Tonight, night one over at Grey Eagle. Can't wait. This sports update brought to you by the Steadies. Their island rock genre of music was named Concert of the Year. By Planet S Magazine, the new tour kicked off June 23rd. Visit thesteadies.ca for more info and stream The Steadies today on Apple Music and Spotify. And also by Landmark Cinemas in theaters July 21st, the movie Barbie. Barbie lives in Barbie land and then a story happens. Starring Ryan Gosling, Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell and Margot Robbie. Next hour, Alan May from Washington Capitals television broadcasts and Kevin the Medium. He is all stirred up. You folks, you people got to him by trolling him. I love it. So we'll have his uh, rebuttal about the BC Lions getting spanked. So much coming up after uh, this break. This quick one on Game Plus Television, the key radio podcast and YouTube Live. We'll be right back. <laughs> 